0: happy monday you guys welcome back to another episode of the ljw podcast i'm your host lexi johnson and we're about to have a great week is that okay with everyone it is a great week to have a great week and we're gonna get started off on the right note so i've been talking to the women in my group about this for a while um the summer is ending. I have no idea how it's already mid-August, but it is, whether we like it or not. So summer is coming to a close. That means school's starting back up for teachers and kids, and this affects a lot of the women in my group. So whether they are teachers, which I learned we have a ton of teachers, which is amazing. I love that. Um, I love being able to positively impact women um, in particular. Teachers can obviously be men, but Lexi J Wellness is women only. So being able to positively impact women that have an impact on young individuals. So the way that they treat themselves, the way that they talk to themselves and reference health and wellness, all of that stuff, they're going to translate into the kids in their classroom. And I think that that's huge just to, to develop a, a healthy mindset towards your health and towards movement talking about getting to move your body rather than having to and getting to fuel your body properly rather than punishing it with um with foods that may not taste the best may not satisfy those sugar cravings but are going to fuel you to the best of your abilities um so just being able to be in a position to positively impact teachers is a huge thing for me but we also have a million moms um and their kids are going back to school obviously last year covid um Put a wrench into things, so the schedule, school schedule, was a little bit different. I'm hoping that that this year is a little bit um, smoother and quote unquote normal um, for my for my moms sending their kids back to school. But regardless of if you are a mom sending kids back to school, or if you're a teacher that's physically going back to school, maybe you're a student. Um, personally, I'm not going back to school, and I don't have kids that are either, but the end of summer still will bring a transition, whether you are affected directly by school, or the start of a school year or not. So I want to ensure that we are all on the right track, that this will be a smooth transition, that we can maintain these sustainable, positive habits we've been working so freaking hard to develop. So whether you are maintaining and just working on transitioning into a new season of the year, or maybe you're gonna pick up um, pick up some good habits and get going into your health and fitness journey. We're gonna talk today about how you can keep or begin those habits through a transition time because transition it can be overwhelming, it can be stressful, and a lot of times we put ourselves and our health on the back burner. We reach for convenience and we listen to those excuses that we make in our heads way too often. So we're gonna talk about those excuses. We're gonna combat those and then come up with some solutions to help, help us get off on the right foot because I want us all to succeed I want us all to win and you know the saying if you want to to go fast go alone if you want to go far go together so we want to go far we're going to go together and we're going to tackle these obstacles headfirst together so let's talk about it first off let's address the best workout routine and the best diet that you can stick with is exactly that it's whichever one you will stick with it's whichever one that you will adhere to for some people that's cardio that's cardio as in running or biking it's walking it can come in many forms other people prefer yoga or um, lower impact options where they're not putting so much strain on their joints they need that at the stage of life they're in some people want to strength train or um, lift heavy do CrossFit the best form of exercise is the one that you enjoy and the one that you will stick to. If you find your exercise routine miserable, I guarantee you are not going to stick with it a year from now, five years from now. And if you are, if you're going to associate it negatively. It's not going to do those profound. Um, it's not going to have those profound effects on your brain like it would if you are truly enjoying the movement and truly getting the most out of that exercise that you're putting in. So, the best routine that you can implement is the one that you'll stick to. Same goes for diet um, and just adherence in the kitchen. The most effective form of diet is the one that you'll stick with. And in my modest opinion, it is not something that's extremely restrictive or um, just restrictive. It's not one that cuts out a ton of food groups or lays down fine lines about what you can and cannot have. Obviously, people have dietary um, needs that they, they can follow. But if you think about modification or one thing that really helps me whenever I'm approaching nutrition, if I'm in a rut, just looking at it, um, in a supplemental way rather than a restrictive way. So if I am going through something where I just am really craving pop, like soda, um, or say you're, you've been at the lake all week and you're just drinking a lot of alcohol or something, anything like that there's football season coming up. Maybe you're going to be tailgating a lot rather than thinking, well, I cannot have alcohol. I cannot have this. I can't have this. Think I'm just going to implement more water. I can still have those things, but now I'm going to have more water. I'm going to have 16 ounces of water in between. I'll just grab a water bottle rather than saying, well, I cannot have fried food. I cannot have whatever that junk food is that, that you make such a big barrier in your mind and you build it up to be so important. And then that's what find what, gets you to fall off rather than thinking I can't have that I have to restrict myself think I'm just going to implement more veggies I'm going to eat two to three servings of vegetables at this meal rather than focus on not having that one thing just from a supplemental standpoint rather than restrictive Um, same goes for anything else that any other habit that you want to implement into your routine you get to add this to your routine you're not taking away so if that is a sacrifice you're making, where maybe you're you're cutting your sleep back, you're setting your alarm 30 minutes earlier, rather than saying, "Well, I have to wake up earlier. I'm losing all of that sleep." Think I'm gaining 30 minutes of movement, which is going to give me 12 hours of boosted energy. It's going to give me 12 hours of a boosted mood. It's going to impact impact the way that I communicate with the people I work with, the people I love. Um, in so many ways so just looking at these habits you're implementing in a supplemental way rather than a restrictive way it is such a small adjustment um i recently saw something we talked about it in the group rather than saying like i don't have time to to clean my house or i don't have time to work out say i deserve to live in a in a clean and healthy space i deserve to live a life in a body that is operating at its full capacity think about that like if you were told whenever you were 16 that the car you receive is the car you're gonna have for your entire life you would take such good care of it because there you know there's no trade-ins you know that there are no exchanges so why do we take the only body we will ever live in for granted because that's the exact same scenario it's even it's even higher stakes because when this body gives out you can't just take the bus it's the only one we have so we better start treating it right anyway I'll hop off my soapbox there but another way um, that I find people really fall off whenever they're implementing a routine or whenever their transition, their schedule changes and they're trying to stick with what they've got is viewing it as an all or nothing thing. So, for instance, Lexi J Wellness Workouts, we have workouts Monday through Friday that are 28 minutes long, and then Saturday is 12 minutes long. It is less than 2% of the entire week when you break it down into actual uh, percentage of time, which two percent the entire week, whenever you can do it at home, um, it's pretty hard to justify not doing it. However, what happens is if you fall off a day or two, then you're thinking all or nothing. Like, well, oh, I I missed Tuesday and Wednesday's workout. What's the point of even doing it on Thursday or Friday? Let alone Saturday. It's the weekend by then, so maybe we'll pick up on Monday. And then at that point, the momentum. negative momentum of not doing anything is really rolling it's gonna be harder to pick back up so if you do fall behind I always encourage you encourage my members if you fall behind and you're looking at well I I didn't do the first three workouts of this week I have to make it up and then in that mindset if I'm looking at something where I have to do it then it becomes homework to me it becomes a chore and I I associate it negatively in my head so just switching that mentality of i don't have to make that up i'm going to hop in on today's workout i'm going to forget about that time because it's past there's nothing we can do about it but i can start fresh right here and i can make a change because if you don't like the fruit you're eating you can always change the seed you're sowing so we got to ditch the all or nothing mentality and that goes for you know missing a day it goes for just cultivating good general habits like Like I mentioned, with supplementing your diet rather than restricting, you don't have to cut out every single thing with refined sugar or any sort of fat or any sort of fried or processed food. You just need to implement a lot better things. And then the more you do that, the more additions you make that actually fuel your body, your body's going to crave those. So little by little, supplement. Um, rather than restrict and then just ditch that all-or-nothing mentality. You don't have to wake up at 4 a.m You can if you are used to getting up at 8 a.m You want to start getting up earlier start by getting up at 745 Whenever we approach things with this all-or-nothing mentality. It is so Damaging and it is it's easy to get discouraged and frustrated I have a lot of members that will start up working out and it's the first time in months Or it's the first time in years. Some people are starting working out and it's the first time they have moved their body intentionally in this way in over a decade. And it can be really discouraging because they'll say, well, I I had to take a lot of breaks or I had to use the modifications. I had to go body weight or I was using a lot lighter weight than everyone else in their post-workout photo. Like that was really discouraging. But when you don't practice those demands on your body, how would you expect them? How would you expect your body to deliver on them? Like, it doesn't make any sense. You'll never wake up one day and run a marathon if you haven't even walked a mile. That is not possible. So expecting your body to deliver on these demands is unrealistic and it's just dismissive of the process. And I am so process-oriented that I want you to get into the weeds of each day. We are just looking at the step ahead rather than the entire staircase. So don't dismiss the process. Don't dismiss where you're at right now. I want you to do exactly what you can with what you've got right now. And when you can do more, do more. That's awesome, and that's progress that that I want to celebrate along the way. But whenever we, we don't celebrate those small wins, whenever we don't acknowledge the progress we are making um, on and off the scale, and more so off the scale, it's getting through those workouts where you're having to take less breaks, when you're noticing you're less winded when you walk up a set of stairs, when your clothes start feeling better, and you just you feel better, you wake up with more energy, and you notice that you're not reaching for an energy drink in the afternoon because you're not so groggy. There are so many wins there that that we can dismiss, but that we can dismiss whenever we get so caught up in results-oriented. So I want to shift that perspective to process-oriented. Take it day by day. Um, One of my favorite things is just look at the step ahead of you, not the entire staircase. So just going off of the the modifications and um, Accepting where you are right now, I'm gonna meet you where you're at, but you also have to meet yourself where you're at You need to be kind with yourself in the process and know that mistakes are just part of that And you didn't walk ten miles or if you walk ten miles into the woods You have to walk ten miles out. So whenever you have neglected these healthy habits for years and years and years It's not gonna all be reversed in the the flip of a switch. So it's gonna take some time it's going to take that uncomfortable portion where you're developing these new habits, you're making it a routine. Maybe you have to delegate some things around the house in order for you to uh, block that time out. But it is so valuable and this is the huge one. Whenever we have a transition in our schedules, whenever the the seasons are changing, blocking that time and using it as an appointment. It is not a play date, I don't want you to view it in your head as optional because it'll get put on the back burner. You would never schedule a parent-teacher conference and then whenever you realize you have laundry to do, you would never blow off that parent-teacher conference. You would never cancel your kid's dentist appointment. You would never cancel your doctor's appointment. I want you to schedule it as an appointment and treat it as such because it is. It's an appointment with yourself. Your health is not a one-time fee. It is not bought, it is rented. And the rent comes due every single day. You have to pay your dues because it is a day-to-day choice that you continue to make. You did it the opposite. If you are in a rut and you're realizing, wow, I am am really behind right now, it is never too far, never too late to get started, but it is going to take work and it's going to take a day-to-day promise to yourself that you have to keep. It's not going to be easy, but it will absolutely be worth it. So now we're going to run through some of the excuses that we might have been preaching to ourselves for years upon years and I'm going to myth bust them for us. So first off, exercise is too difficult or too painful. So the idea of no pain, no gain is kind of outdated. It's really just something that um, you can plaster on a t-shirt or put on a high school weight room locker room, whatever. Exercise should not be straight up painful. It should be something that you get benefit from it can be something that challenges you but it can also be something as leisurely as walking or swimming casually it can be moving your body like golfing and just playing with your kids or your grandkids it does not have to be the equivalent of so often we look at you know you're drenched in sweat you're panting you have gassed yourself and for some that is exercise that is what moving their body is and that's how they like to do it but it's not necessary um, another thing that I hear often is that I'm not athletic and maybe this kind of ties in with the exercise is too difficult or too painful. Um, a lot of times this is not so much the their physical ability, but it might just be a, a traumatic event associated, you know, with high school PE or elementary PE where it was a, a bad a bad experience with exercise. A lot of times we have poor memories associated with exercise whether that be a coach or a sport uh, a PE class or a weights class however there is a form of movement out there that can suit you there is a form of movement out there that can make you feel empowered there is a group of people out there that move in the same way that you do that align the same way you do you just have to find it and it might take trial and error it might take trying out some a few different avenues but it is so important that you do explore those avenues because you only get one body. Remember that we can't trade in, we can't exchange the body we have. So let's make the most of it. And like, again, I'm going to bring it back to a car thing. If you go to a car dealership and they don't have the one you're looking for, I guarantee if you want to buy a car bad enough, you would look at other car dealerships. You would shop online. So if you try one exercise class or one form of movement and it's not for you, have the the effort, have the intention enough to keep searching, to to keep trying because your health is worth it. Health is wealth. Um, another excuse I hear is the I'm too. I'm too fat. I'm too old. I'm too far behind. It is never, ever, ever too late to start building your strength and your physical fitness and your mental fitness. Even if you are... 85 years old or you're a self-confessed couch potato who's literally never picked up a weight or never moved intentionally very few health or weight problems rule exercise out of the question so if you have serious concerns talk to your doctor or maybe see what they have in mind but I promise that there are very few health concerns or um, restrictions where health would be contraindicated or exercise would be contraindicated the next one I think we touched on this with the episode with my sister where people say you're too tired and I hear this all the time, Um, you're too tired to exercise, you just, I am completely wiped out. And it sounds counterproductive to actually exercise in order to gain more energy, but physical activity is a powerful pick-me-up, it actually reduces fatigue and boosts your energy levels in the long run. So with regular moderate exercise, you'll feel more energized, you'll feel refreshed and alert. I hear so often that that women, after developing a consistent routine, they've been doing the Lexi J Wellness workouts for three to four weeks. They're like, "Wow, I felt like I had to nap every afternoon. I was drinking coffee late into the day, or I was drinking energy drinks, and now I don't feel tired. Like it's incredible." Um, Another one: "I'm too busy, guys. Busy. I, I just hate that word, and I get so caught. I use it a lot, also, and I need to stop." I try to police myself using busy as an excuse because busyness is not a badge of honor. Even the busy of us, busiest of us can fry, find time in our day for activities that are important to us. And that is the the thing that, that we really have to get to. If it's important to you, you'll make it happen. If it's not, you will make excuses and it's as simple as that. If If it's important to you, you will find the time. You will get up a little bit earlier. You will ask for help delegating um, a household chore. You will hop off your phone, stop scrolling through TikTok or watching Netflix, and you'll make it happen. But if it's not, you'll keep preaching those excuses, and we have to look ourselves in the mirror and identify who is standing in our way because more often than not, it's actually us. Another thing about just being too busy or not having enough time is that you can get a really effective workout in in 30 minutes. You can um, get a very effective lift in. Like oftentimes you're thinking, uh, if I want to strength train, I have to have at least two hours. That couldn't be further from the, the truth. And a little bit of something is always better than nothing. So if you only have five to 10 minutes over your lunch break, if you can go for a walk for five to 10 minutes, that's a great start. Although I would, I would be interested to see your time log and your your uh, screen time on your phone for your social media. If you really, really hold your guns that you only have five to ten minutes, but a little bit is better than nothing. And if you're too busy during the week, get up and get moving during the weekend when you have more time. Really capitalize there, and then set those little brain breaks throughout your your day of work in the week. Whether you just set a, um, a timer on your phone at the top of every hour. Stand up and do 20 jumping jacks. Stand up and take a lap around the office or something, just to give yourself a mental break and also wake your body up and remind yourself that that body is meant to move. Um, and a body at rest wants to stay at rest. So let's not let's not honor that. Finally, just the negative connotation with exercise. It is it is long advertised that exercise. Is a, an in-group that it's very exclusive that you have to have rock-hard abs or um, gigantic bulging muscles you have to lift heavy weights you have to run extremely fast and that couldn't be any any further from the truth exercise has no prerequisite movement has no prerequisite and I don't care what you've been told in the past or those poor experiences you've had there is room for you there's a seat at the table for you if you're willing to work it doesn't matter how slow you're going. It doesn't matter what weight you're using or how long it takes you. Your body will keep the score and it knows movement is movement and movement is medicine. So move in a way that makes you happy. Move in a way that you feel good and that you feel you can maintain long term. I want the way you move today to be something that you can keep up months from now and years from now. And something that that aligns with your values and, and your goals. Because... Like it or not, this is the only body we will ever have. The body we had when we were 12 years old is gonna be the exact same body we have when we are 92 years old. So we better take care of it because we don't get any trade-ins. I hope this was helpful as far as just either maintaining um, an exercise routine or maybe just getting started. Sometimes we just need that push of, we need to hear the excuses out loud and then combat them ourselves, but I am really excited. I know that the fall has come way too quick, but I'm excited for what it's going to bring us all. If you ever need any help just getting started with fitness or nutrition, or maybe you just need a kick in the butt or a community to surround yourself with, always check out Lexi J Wellness. There is room for you at the table if you're willing to do the work, and we are so excited to meet you, to have you, to to get better alongside you. But until we talk next, I hope you are an excellent domino. Be a positive domino in the lives of those around you, but most importantly in your own life. I will talk to you next week.